Are you ready to get active? Well, think Bombus. The better basics that take sweat wicking, blister preventing, friction free movement seriously. Uh, look, they finally admitted it. It's in the ad copy. Golfing is among <laughs> the activities that Bombus is proud to be a part of. And nearly every time I golf, Bombus socks are a part of my golf game. In fact, same for today, tennis. Same for tennis, oh, I, Matt. I, I had to wear the high ones today because it was uh, 37 degrees. Wow. I bet you loved I bet you loved those soft, breathable materials. I loved literally everything about them, including their fun bluish green color. Look, I've been talking about Bombas forever, guys. Socks, underwear, t-shirts are the number one, two, and three most requested items in homeless shelters. And that's why for every comfy item you purchase, Bombas donates another comfy item to someone experiencing homelessness. Performance socks are made with technically advanced features like proprietary hex tech. Oh, that makes sense now that the hex is Mm -hmm. is stitched in there. Mm -hmm. It incorporates sweat wicking. The light bulb's going off. Ah, Support of strategic (laughs) zone cushioning, built-in ventilation to increase airflow. Bombas are a gym bag staple that are made to last and a golf bag staple. And if they experience any wear or tear, Bombas will replace them for life. I didn't know that. Wow. Hold the phone. Wow. I was like, I was like, I gotta get some socks replaced. Then I realized none of them are in need of replacement. <laughs> Their performance socks are very colorful and comfortable, and you want to wear them even when you're not working out or hitting the links. No matter how you like to get active, Bombas has something for you. Gripper socks to help you stay balanced in Pilates and bar, mm-hmm, or for Dory's, mm-hmm. Dory's dad, whose favorite thing is socks that have grippers on the bottom. Uh, left, right <laughs> foot contoured running socks give you a perfect fit that won't slide in your shoe. Merino wool socks. Keep you comfy and support it all day while on the course, baby. Bombas has a 100% happiness guarantee. That means you're covered for life. Reach out anytime. Their happiness team uh, will help facilitate easy returns, exchanges, or replacements. Go to bombas.com slash adventure. Use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. And use the code adventure at checkout. Hey everybody, welcome to Mandory's Excellent Adventure, I'm Matt. I'm Dory. And we have got a show for you. We do? Yeah, I suppose. I mean, we do have a show. This is it. This is it. Hope you like it. I brought it from you. <laughs> what? Um, is, this, we... is this a leftover update in your in the rundown here? Yes, I... Oh, I, thank goodness. Because I... I was like... Did we go again? No, I belatedly deleted it, but figured I didn't need to resend the email to you. And here I am bringing it up. Yep. While lifting the curtain. No one needs another update on our Austin trip because... If you didn't hear last week's, check your feed. I know we didn't come out on Sunday night like we always do. We popped out on a Monday. You know, sometimes... Sometimes... We're going to take that holiday. Yeah. 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 So we did. Um, Anyway, we're back. We are back. Henry and I went to a birthday party this morning. Two of his classmates had like a joint birthday party. Love it. Knock it out. Knock it out. Like, is there anybody around Henry's birthday we could also knock some parties out with? You know, weirdly, no. no. Right? He's sort of like left in the middle there. Yeah. Um, Even like... The mommy and me class that we did, which doesn't have any kids from his school. So I feel like right. we wouldn't really do that anyway. But even in that one, he like most of the most of the kids were in like mid to late May. Boy, so like oh three ish weeks. There were like three kids with my birthday in that class. <laughs> I feel like your birthday is somehow popular. I know it's weird. It was never popular when I was a kid. Just want to say that. Well. You know, what is that statistic of birthdays? I know. Something like if you have 25 people in the room, there's like a some chance of two of them having the same birthday. You, <laughs> you know, some here. chance. You don't come here for math. <laughs> anyway, we went to this birthday party. He was having a blast. And then it came time for the cake. They had this really cool like rainbow cake with, you know, stuff coming out of it. I don't know. It was very cool. It was good. I I had had some. 
And then all of a sudden, Henry's like, Mama, I need a hug. I'm like, okay. I give him a hug, and he's like, my tummy hurts. And I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) I mean, I think that's it's partially my fault. Why? Because, you know, for breakfast, he had half a loaf of challah. You know, and then he had um, the top of a Blu-ray muffin. Yeah, I did think maybe there wasn't enough substantial in his stomach because this is not going to work for you at the birthday party he had half a bagel with cream cheese he had an applesauce pouch and a couple pieces of fruit you know look he likes to carbo load yeah so he probably didn't have enough like protein in his stomach and i'm like trying to get him in the bathroom which of course was completely on the other side of the rather large space Mm. i'm like sprinting holding him and he starts throwing up on me well i think that's the lesson there is um just keep your children inside if they never leave home they're not gonna throw up in random places no i mean i think the the lesson is like when he threw up at his own birthday party the bathroom was right next to where they had cake so it was very easy to sure clean up. Clean yeah. up. So and, your recommendation is that everybody should have k- their birthday cakes next to a bathroom. Yes, that All is right. my recommendation going forward. It's not a bad thing, but Thank like you. also like I don't know, do we think now that Henry's just the kid that throws up? I think he's the kid that throws up from cake because it has happened several times. Yeah, it's interesting. One of the other moms texted me. She was like, "Is Henry okay?" I was like, "Yes, thank you." Like you know, this happens with cake. You're not going to believe this. And then it's cake. Her kid is having a birthday party in a couple of weeks. I was like, I will restrict his cake intake at <laughs> your child's birthday. <laughs> uh, God bless him. You know, I wish I had some sort of cake reflex, honey. You know, where I was just like, hey, too much cake. Yeah, there's no part of my body that says too much cake. Um. We went so, out. To yeah, we went out last night. We went out last didn't night. Didn't even make it to the cake. No, we didn't. I was thinking about that. We missed like the happy birthday, but like both of us were really fading. We're old. We're old. The, I mean, to be fair, granted, we're not as old as the. I was just going to say the, the birthday boy was older. It was a fiftieth birthday party, and us youngins. Well, you're really the youngin. You're not even forty. Not yet. Um, we're like we gotta go home. <laughs> It was also like loud in there, which, you know, as it should have been. It was at a bar. Because it was a bar and it was just like every other bar I've ever been in in my life. But like I haven't just been in a bar for. And they had rented out the whole bar. Oh, so great. it wasn't like it wasn't Beautiful super party. crowded and the bar was really nice. Photo and booth was photo excellent. Booth. I got Matt to do the photo booth, which honestly, I was shocked you said yes. She got in. Got, <laughs> well, you know, part of me was like, you know, if I don't get to like have like because aaron or the birthday boy aaron was running around you know, yeah we said hi to him for like five seconds and i was just like what if i never get to talk to him yeah how's he gonna know i was here yeah and then when you suggested the photo booth i was like physical evidence <laughs> um yeah we did the photo booth we each had a drink oh yeah i mean wow I we had- really <laughs> A vodka cranberry, like a like a young lady. I had a cider, a can of cider. It was a tall boy. I didn't finish it. I was like, this is a lot of cider. Well, it's like I had that and then went out to the food truck, which was also generously provided because um, Aaron's husband knows how to throw a party. Uh, and had a, got a Diet Coke. You did. <laughs> I was like you so excited that there was Diet Coke there. I'm so lame. You know what, though? It did make me want to have a birthday party. Not that birthday party, but... You need... So, 46th? Yeah, 45 plus one. I see. All right. We'll see what we can do. Why don't you just wait till my my 40th? Because you don't want to have a party. And we'll throw a combined... You don't want a party. I wouldn't mind a party. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, this is news to me. Do you have to leave the house for it? I mean... Our house isn't really set up for a party. You're right. We shouldn't have a party then. <laughs> See what I'm dealing with, everybody? Well, I mean, look. <laughs> all right. You're giving me some ideas. I want to go to Scotland and play golf, in all honesty, but like, also, like, I don't. 
Yeah. Because it's so far away. It is rather far away. Rather far away. And it's away. like, I would be the only one golfing. Yeah. You so could, I is mean, there fun there? I don't know. You could know. try to get like a trip together with some of your golfing buddies. Yes. And then we could do something separately. I could absolutely try to do that. Like, Maybe I'll talk what, to them about I think that's it. what my brother was planning. Like, Yeah, he, and then 2020 happened. Right, but he it wasn't like he was planning a family trip to Scotland. Like he was planning a trip with his golf friends. Yes, but I would never dream of asking for such a luxury. Uh, I would be happy to give it to you. Unlike Michael, I don't. I would be, you know what? I don't escape to fish shows. You know what? I would like you to actually be a tad less selfless. Rude. That was very selfish of you to ask. <laughs> In fact, I think that would be good practice for you. I couldn't even, like this morning when you started walking out of the house to take him to the birthday party. Yeah. And like didn't even ask me to go. I was like, oh, what's happening? I literally just, I assumed that you had no interest in coming. I mean, honestly, if you had just asked, I would have gone. Really? But did I have any interest in going? Not particularly. Interesting. All right. This is good information. But like when you, no, but like also, by the way, I was like so ecstatic. You but, you were lying down on the couch and you literally said, oh, I get to relax. Uh, so I, well, no, that was just with you taking the dog out. <laughs> oh. That was, and then by the time, you, I don't know if you noticed, but by the time you had come back, I was in real pants and shoes. Okay. But when you left, left, I was like, sweet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, now, granted, granted, when when Henry threw up, it would have been nice to have you there. Sure. <laughs> um, I'm great at cleaning up throw up. I I like rushed out of there. He rolled in and was like, "Dita, I choked up." Yeah, because I but I got this bag, and then he like dumped out his, his little party, goodie bag. His goodie bag. Yeah, because he got to change into new clothes in the car because I had a change of clothes for him in the car. I had to drive home in puke clothes. I would have thought, here's what I would have imagined, although it's pretty big, so I, I get why you didn't. Like, I would have thought you would have thrown on my black um, Travis Matthew hoodie that's in the car. You know, my 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 both my jacket and my shirt had throw up on them. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I, I just was like, you know what? I just want to get home. And take all these clothes off. <laughs> um, Henry was very sad that I didn't have extra clothes with me, like in my bag. I'm but surprised then, he didn't insist you go over to Nordstrom or whatever Nordstrom Rack. Well, I had, you know, when he when he saw that I had clothes in the car, he was very pleased. And then I was like, I need a change of my clothes in the car. <laughs> Mm. So, which I'd been meaning to do anyway for like prepper purposes. You know what? I could I could muster it if like I got into some sort of terrible clothing mishap. Yeah, I could put together clothes an outfit really from, from what's in my car right now. Yeah, I'm like now I'm also thinking I should put an extra pair of shoes in the car. I could do that too because like he, the only reason he didn't throw up on my shoes is because we had to take our shoes off. So there was like an sock? indoor play space. Yeah, so I'm like running around in my sock. Gross. Like, it was it was just not great. It was not great. And then we left his water bottle there because <gasps> like it was like a flurry to get Again? out. Again. Again. But I cannot go another, to Austin, no, Texas. No, no, no. Another uh, the, one of the moms who was hosting the party grabbed it for me. I texted her. I was like, "Are you? Can you? Oh, can you get Henry's water bottle?" And he was like, "Is she gonna bring it to me?" I was like, "No, she's not gonna bring it to you right now. She's gonna bring it to school." And he was like, "Why?" And I was like, "But <laughs> you know what? I actually said this to my sister. I was like, "You're making me think I need. We need more water bottles for Henry." They had like. 20 water bottles between like the two girls and i was like well maybe henry needs more water bottles <laughs> yeah, i guess has, it wouldn't hurt yeah he but has they also like he has enough water bottles he just chooses which bottles he wants to be using i know which is the problem yeah so anyway chaotic morning fun and then chaotic mm. um and then he napped pretty hard i think because well he was just exhausted. He also got up. Did you hear him? I heard morning? him at like 520. Really? Yes. Because he didn't yell for me till six. I know. That's his new thing now. But he was up and he was playing his Yodo. I heard him singing. 
Yeah. Babies all over the world. <laughs> your favorite Dita's favorite song. Dita, your favorite song. <laughs> and now I'm like, does he think that's my favorite song? Yes, in he does. general, like he of does. all songs yes. of all time. Well, I think you told him that. I was like, no, it's my favorite song on that. I think you told him it was. I think you record. told him it was your favorite song, which you know he doesn't understand sarcasm. Mm. He he was really excited to play it for his babysitter last night. <laughs> He was. <laughs> he was like, Katie, come in here. <laughs> I need to play you my song. <laughs> she was like, oh. I was looking for that card. This is this is great. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we should take a break. Okay. Thanks to Caspar Baby Pants for writing babies all over the world. Okay. We'll be right back. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Are you ready to get active? Well, think Bombus, the better basics that take sweat wicking, blister preventing, friction free movement seriously. Uh, look, they finally admitted it. It's in the ad copy. Golfing is among <laughs> the activities that Bombus is proud to be a part of. And nearly every time I golf, Bombus socks are a part of my golf game. In fact, same for today, tennis. Same for tennis, oh, I, Matt. I, I had to wear the high ones today because it was uh, thirty-seven degrees. Wow! I bet you I loved. Golfing. I bet you loved those soft, breathable materials. I loved literally everything about them, including their fun bluish green color. Look, nice. I've been talking about Bombas forever, guys. Socks, underwear, t-shirts are the number one, two, and three most requested items in homeless shelters. And that's why for every comfy item you purchase, Bombas donates another comfy item to someone experiencing homelessness. Performance socks are made with technically advanced features like proprietary hex tech. Oh, that makes sense now that the hex is, mm -hmm. is stitched in there. Mm -hmm. oh, it incorporates yep. sweat See, the light bulb's yarns. going off. Ah, support of strategic <laughs> zone cushioning, built-in ventilation to increase airflow. Bombas are a gym bag staple that are made to last and a golf bag staple. And if they experience any wear or tear, Bombas will replace them for life. I didn't know that. Wow. Hold the phone. Wow. But I was like, I was like, I gotta get some socks replaced. And then I realized none of them are in need of replacement. <laughs> Their performance socks are very colorful and comfortable, and you want to wear them even when you're not working out or hitting the links. No matter how you like to get active, Bombas has something for you. Gripper socks to help you stay balanced in Pilates and bar, or mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. Dory's, Dory's dad, whose favorite thing is socks that have grippers on the bottom. Uh, left, right foot <laughs> contoured running socks give you a perfect fit that won't slide in your shoe. Merino wool socks keep you comfy and supported all day while on the course baby Bombas is a hundred percent happiness guarantee that means you're covered for life reach out anytime their happiness team uh will help facilitate easy returns exchanges or replacements go to bombas.com slash adventure use the code adventure for 20 percent off your first purchase that's b-o-m-b-a-s.com slash adventure and use the code adventure at checkout Hi, we're back. Hello. Before we hear from listeners, let's just remind everyone to please email us at dorianmatt at gmail or Matt and Dory gmail and call or text us at 413-461-BABY. Mm. All right. This is from our pal, Anonymous. My husband, oh, she said, I posted in the Facebook group, but figured I'd give the world's slowest message board a try as well. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Okay. My husband and I have a two-year-old free sex baby, but haven't had success after seven months of trying for baby number two. 
I'm three years older than the first time we conceived, 36 now. So I'm wondering, are my eggs just too old now? My husband recently had a semen analysis. Everything came back good there. I've been using ovulation strips and I'm ovulating every month on schedule. Do people with infertility due to diminished ovarian reserve typically get positive ovulation strips every month? Is it likely that the last seven eggs I've popped out have all just been old and bad? I've been listening to the pod for years after hearing you guys on another pod, committed, I think, but I'm new to the whole trouble conceiving thing, so I don't know where to start. I have an appointment with my OB next week, so I'm sure he will point me in the right direction, but just wondering if you guys or the eggheads have any insight or advice in the meantime. Thanks, Anonymous in DFW, one toddler, one husband, one dog, 2,000 square feet with two TVs, one 40-inch, and one a little bigger, no hot dogs. Hmm. Um... I don't think your eggs are too old. They are older, but they're not too old. I mean, people conceive, you know, at 36 and later. Um, trying to remember my my uh, grandmother, my mother's mother. Let's see. She passed away. She was 80. And, my, and this was in like 90. I want to say 95. So my mother was 43. Yeah, so my grandmother had my mother when she was like. 37. Yeah. Which at the time. It's crazy. Was very old. Yeah. My great grandmother had my great. If that math is wrong, my mother will tell us. Don't worry. <laughs> my great grandmother, Bertha. Great name. Had my great uncle, Jordan. Okay. When she was 39. Wow. In 1939. Oh, that's why you can remember that. Yeah, but also because he was he is he's still alive. He's my he was my grandfather's. He's my grandfather's brother and my grandfather was 17 years older than him. Jesus. So it was like my grand Yeah, so my grandfather and his sister were born I think within like 3 years of each other in like 19 19- 21 or something my grandfather is also my mother was the older is the older sister oh so your grandmother had another kid wow interesting pretty crazy stuff happening that is how old was she when she got married your grandmother do you know that's a great question i don't know the like i wonder if she got married young and they like tried for years and couldn't get pregnant or if she got married quote unquote old this is a great question i don't know i'm wondering i wonder regina as henry would say um so huh this is interesting yeah but i guess when my great-grandmother had my uncle it was like shocking (laughs) yeah yeah i feel like irish households but they're not irish i know i know i know but i feel like an irish household's Old moms were common because yes. they would also be young moms. Yes. Like my friend Kara Doherty, who was the youngest of eight. Right. In high school, her oldest sibling was like 40 or something. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I feel like those those days are like, you don't see that many huge Catholic families anymore. I feel like now you see like on Instagram, you see like the big Mormon families. Yeah. I feel like Mormons... And, Orthodox uh, Jews and 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 uh, but they're not on Instagram as much. Evangelicals. Oh yes, evangelicals totally. Yeah. Um. Okay. So and Ron and Karen Crow, Louisiana. Who wrote in this week? <laughs> wow. <laughs> um. Yeah. So anonymous. My one piece of advice for you actually would be to tell your OB that you've been trying for a year. Because some OBs are still like weird about the whole like how long have you been trying thing and won't refer you unless you've been trying for a year which is like so silly but um yeah i would just you know make that little white lie Mm. interesting that's all i would say um okay matt there is a voicemail yes there is here it comes hey matt and dory uh it's Phoebe, remember me, I'm a frequent caller, um, based just outside of Boston and Revere. 
Um, our science baby was born via emergency C-section on Thanksgiving, so she's probably eight and a half weeks by the time this airs. Um, it was not the birth I had hoped for, but she's healthy and I'm healed, uh, so I really can't complain. But um, a few weeks ago, I started displaying some signs of postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety. Uh, my husband thought first, I just, I, I didn't see it um, until I basically had a breakdown. Um, I talked to my doctor. I started on Lexapro last Friday, but it's going to take a few weeks to kick in. Um, and my anxiety is particularly bad um, in the mornings, like before she wakes up or as the sun is setting, kind of dreading how long it'll take to get her to go down and how many times I'm going to be woken up overnight. Um, I also just have a really hard time when she cries, which she does often because she's been in a really fussy phase, which I think she's coming out of, but it's just been a really hard few weeks. Um, yeah, so uh, as you mentioned, that in addition to the meds, we got a snoo. We've moved her out of our room because I was waking up with every noise she was making. Um, we had postpartum doulas come a few nights over this past week so I could get some sleep. Um, but I'm really, I can't nap during the day because I just can't relax enough to be able to do that. So um, I wanted to get your advice. Um, yeah, uh, I have little community in Boston. So I'm just having this baby. It's made it really hard not having any family around um, and friends who can really come over to help. And my husband went back to work briefly. Right. So I've asked him to stop working so he can be home with me. But then I just feel like I'm trapping him in this, like, house in this terrible gray no, weather no, no. The um, all day. And it's really, really tough. So uh, I think, Matt, you suffer from anxiety. I just wanted to ask if you had any tips on how to manage these kind of panic attacks or anxiety-ridden times uh, before this medication kicks in. Um, and, yeah, I've had one Costco hot dog this year. Uh, I couldn't even enjoy it because I was so stressed. Uh, oh, no, that's some stress. And I needed to, like, get her out of there before she started Cutting crying. Into and, your hot dog um, Dory, I picked up Thanks for Waiting from a small feminist bookstore in Assembly Square, and uh I'm really excited to read it once I get some time back in my life. Uh, love you guys. Thanks a lot. Bye. Thank you for uh, calling in. Um, look, Fee, this is all you're just you're just feeling everything, and it's okay. You're not feeling anything that no one else feels, but you're just experiencing it at a more emotional level, and the anxiety of like. How long will it take the kid to go to bed? And oh God, the kid's almost going to wake up. Those are those are just there. Congratulations, welcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's you'll 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 accept it, and it will become part of your life. Uh, you're not trapping your husband. The baby's trapping your husband and you. Congratulations on that. Also, um, I would re- I would seriously recommend meditation to particularly for the moments where like if she does go down for a nap during the day um that would be when i would start meditating also you know i i would do it in the morning too if you're somehow up before her like you know there's a few i use simple habit and calm like (laughs) neither one was good enough on its own for me those are the two apps that i use um and to get like a good sleep nap going i prefer simple habit and it sounds like that's what you need uh and there's a few there's a quite a few like there's there there are meditations specifically for feeling onsets of panic attacks coming Mm. uh which are handy have been handy in the past for me um but again, don't feel bad about anything that you're feeling. And, uh, you know, your husband knows it's not your fault. Yeah. <laughs> I assume. We all, we all, let's just really direct all of our annoyances towards the baby. That's it. <laughs> it's so, I mean, I would also, if you can do that, get that postpartum uh, night doula in there. Yeah, uh, that will help. A couple more times as you're like, especially as you're like waiting for the meds to regulate. Yeah. I think that's all these good are, advice. These are, these are my advices. I think that's really good advice. Make it a ritual. Make your relaxing a, relig- a ritual, you know? Yeah. 
Um, Whether it be the same tea every night. Oh, I like that. Or the, uh, you know, the same 15 pages of Thanks for Waiting. The same uh, 15 pages? <laughs> yeah, it's just the part of the ritual. <laughs> just assume she'll be, go through so much stress, she'll be like, ah, I better start this over again. Um, and don't feel bad about not enjoying a Costco hot dog. Most people don't. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Any other questions, feel free to hit us back up. The other thing that I was just going to suggest is um, a mommy and me group because I found that it was really helpful, especially in these early days, to meet other moms who were in the same stage of things as I was. And hopefully you'll get like a good facilitator who can help you, you know, talk things out. And this also like helps you meet other moms and make mom friends. Good point. Um, Oh, sure. I can move this window for you. Thank you. There you go. Okay. All right. Um, This is from Anonymous. I'm at Dory. I've been listening since our IVF journey began in 2019. Thank you both for being by my side in voice throughout. A couple content warnings. Do we do this for emails? Financial privilege, reproductive privilege of sorts. I When they said uh, in voice, I thought you were like invoicing us for the time that we had spent In your head. Here's my invoice. I know this topic has been addressed before on the podcast, but I would love to hear you and Matt discuss as a neutral party if you are up for it. This scenario creates quite a bit of angst in my mind and has been keeping me up at night. The backstory, after two ectopic pregnancies in 2019, my husband and I began our IVF adventure for my tubal issues. We were fortunate to get three PGS-tested normal embryos. The first is my two-and-a-half-year-old son, and the second is my seven-month-old daughter. I would have... I would have never believed this prior to now, but I've developed an emotional attachment to the third embryo, a male. I'm turning 40 in a couple of months. My husband and I are inundated with each of us working full time and raising our two kids. We have both in daycare. We have a babysitter that helps a couple evenings a week, and we are able to outsource some things like cleaning the house to offload us a bit. I'm really struggling with the third embryo and if slash when to transfer. A couple other factors to help round out the story. If the third embryo did not exist, I would not be proceeding with any further retrievals. We would be done. My husband seems on the fence about the whole thing. I think he could be swayed either way. I'm good at creating compelling arguments. Lol. My husband is the third child in his family. Same position that embryo would be. I love being a mom more than I ever imagined. I'm exhausted and a little beat down, but happy. I'm afraid that if we don't transfer this embryo, the thought of what could have been and dreaming of a little boy will haunt me, even though I know that embryo transfers have a significant failure rate and that right now is a collection of cells and not human help. Much love from upstate New York, anonymous and 3,400 square feet, two science babies as above, no hot dogs yet, no Costco's around here, boo. One 65-inch TV in family room, one 55-inch TV in primary bedroom. I mean, a couple thoughts. You're you're proceeding with this whole internal argument under the guise that it will work. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this is, uh, you know, your experience has told you that it will because you are two for two, mm. which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. But you should know that it's not, uh, it's not easy to bat a thousand. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> and if uh, you retired at batting a thousand, we'd all understand. Mm-hmm. But you know, Ted Williams, the season he batted four oh six, last Major League Baseball player to bat over four hundred. Uh, manager was going to sit him that day, so he'd have his uh, over four hundred intact. He was at 402. And he was like, don't sit me. I play ball. He got up there, cranked a few hits, raised it to 406. Damn. Could have gone down to 392. We wouldn't be discussing Ted Williams' great season batting 406. Wow. Anyway. What does that say about you? Uh, a couple things. I think you should prepare yourself for the possibility that that might not work. Mm-hmm. Um. But also do it. 
because you're just you know I don't think you're ever gonna get. Yeah, out of I the... think you're. It sounds like you're looking for permission to do it, and you know what? We Granted, are, we are giving you the permission. Congratulations, because you know what's not that hard? A third kid on top of the second. What's hard is like a kid, and then what's a little harder is like a second kid, and then after that, as far as I'm concerned, it's all gravy. Wow, like like red sauce gravy or like turkey red sauce takes you know some like some of that like in Goodfellas when they're in prison mm-hmm. and Paul Servino's like cutting the garlic with a razor blade. Mm. Anyway, so that's that's what I would say to you. Sound like you want to? Your your husband sounds like if you want to, he'll be okay with it, and uh, you might as well. Mm. And then, honestly, the only way you're going to know if it was meant to be, it was meant to be, is to transfer it. Because if it doesn't work, then it wasn't meant to be. Mm-hmm. If it does work, mm-hmm. there you go. Mm-hmm. Que sera, sera. I agree with this wholeheartedly. Que sera, sera. It's que sera, sera. Time for a break. Hi, I'm Kara Berry, host of Everyone's Business But Mine, and I am an all-inclusive addict. Enter Club Med, the best all-inclusive for you and your family. With resorts worldwide from their family flagship resort, Club Med Punta Cana, to their only mountain resort in Canada, Club Med Quebec, they have everything you need to relax. With their 20-plus sports activities, wellness programs, you can dine on delicious cuisine and make memories with your family. So book your next getaway with Club Med. Visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor. Okay. We'll be right back. BRB. Dodo, I'm so tired of giving such good advice all the time. You've been on fire today, I gotta I say. Know. I just, you know, I woke up from my accidental nap yep. in my chair at my mm-hmm. desk here and just give it to me. Does anyone else have any questions? I will answer them correctly. Do we need to like carpe this DM yes, somehow? Yes, somehow. Let's do it. Okay. Should we clean the house? Never go. No, come on. Okay. What are you, silly? Um, oh, you did want to clean out the fridge today. I did want to clean out the fridge today. Maybe I'll do that before going to Indiana Jones. Mm. Okay. Um, all right. This is from Dana, who writes, I have many thoughts about being OAD. That would be one and done. I was like, of a dude? No. really what I thought of first. First and foremost, people need to decide what is best for them and their family. How dare you? And choosing to be one and done needs to be normalized. I cannot emphasize that enough. It's almost unbelievable how incredibly intrusive and rude people are when it comes to family size. Nine times out of 10, people assume you want a second child and get almost offended when you say you don't. These are my personal reasons for being OAD. Hmm. One, life in the U.S. is so incredibly punishing to families, particularly mothers, and it is getting more unsustainable each day. I could not afford daycare for two kids, and I do not want to give up my career to stay at home, nor should those be the options I get boxed into. Good old U.S. of A. Two, I had a painful, exhausting, horribly uncomfortable pregnancy, and I can't imagine it would be easier a second time, especially now that I'm older. Three, I want to thrive, not just survive. Financially, mentally, and probably physically, I would not be living my best life. Four, knowing we will be able to give our kid any and all resources possible gives me great peace of mind. I could make a much longer list, but these are the most important reasons for anyone who's involuntarily OAD. I hope they can reframe the narrative and realize their child will be just fine without siblings. Anyone who gives them grief for it can shut the hell up unless they're volunteering to carry birth, help raise, and pay for everything. Fair. Dana, I'm one of five kids in Philly, approximately 2,200 square feet with a husband and three-year-old, no hot dogs, vegetarian, 55-inch TV downstairs, 30-inch in the bedroom that never gets used. What's up with these ghost TVs, everybody? Well, we have a ghost TV. I know. I'm just like like pointing it out. I mean, should we just get rid of that TV? No. I guess in case you get COVID again. Yeah, it's also like I hung it up there. It's mounted on the wall it is mounted really nicely and it has the thing that like the wires are hidden yeah the wires are hidden and uh you could turn it towards the bed which is nice yeah that is nice you know 
Maybe I should watch TV in the bedroom more. Although I would well, you are often like you know going to go watch some, you know, um, you know what though? Single lady solves a murder before we could use that. T- like we'd have to. I have to like log into everything on that TV. I don't think anything is logged in on that TV. Uh, just pull the Apple TV. Anyway, <sighs> fine. Ghost TVs—they're a problem. Ghost TVs. Um. Yeah, these are all good reasons, Dana, and I'm glad that you you seem very secure and um, comfortable in your decision. So that's very cool. But like, are you seriously all done at one? <laughs> you don't. You don't want to have another one. You sure? So weird. <laughs> You're weird. Um, we're joking, obviously. I assume everyone could tell that, but I don't know. Just in case. Um, yeah. Here is the email from Ron, as did promised. I, did, I, did he move from Karen Crow? Um, did I make up Karen Crow? No, you didn't make up Karen Crow. Maybe, he must now be in Lafayette. Or maybe Karen Crow is near Lafayette. And let's see. Lafayette. I don't know. This is like... well. While you're doing that. Oh, Karen Crow is right outside of Lafayette. Ah. So he probably just says Lafayette like people say, I'm from Boston. And they really mean like Brookline. Understood. Okay. Here's what Ron said. He had to write in about the article the listener said about how many people are choosing to be one and done. And I have some thoughts. While I probably haven't read this exact article, I've read a couple. (laughs) You haven't read this exact article. What do you have thoughts on then? Uh, I've read a couple of them, and they all seem to focus, as Dory pointed out, on how will I, as a mother, they all seem to be written by women, choose which child I would do things for if there is more than one. And as you and Matt both say, why can't the partner be involved? Just for context, tonight, my six-year-old has danced from 4.15 to 5, and her 13-year-old brother has danced from 5.10 to 6.50. Her 14-year-old son has a run-through, uh at CYT for their winter session presentation of Greece from 6 to 6.50. <laughs> oh, and we need to feed everyone dinner in there somewhere. Uh, whatever sh- whatever would she do? Spoiler alert, the other person who's responsible for the kids is being creative. Uh, created in the first place. Uh, we'll load up the younger ones and go get the 13-year-old from dance. Dinner will be fast food from somewhere, which, while not the healthiest, is the easiest. Yeah, you might uh, once in a while miss a game, parent night, dance observation for one of the kids uh, to be with the other, but they will understand. They could go on forever with the various reasons they give up. Uh, They give, but I don't want to spend the energy on it. Also, lady wanted to know how much money to save before starting to have a family, and I mentioned that it currently costs three hundred and ten thousand to raise a child. I call bullshit. Well, you're in Louisiana. <laughs> uh, by that measure, we would have had to uh, have one hundred fifty-five thousand a year just to cover our kids' basics. And I'm here to tell you that we do not make that much. Somewhere around half, as a matter of fact. And we still afford a few luxuries like eating out and taking trips, uh, plus all the streaming machines or services. <laughs> He didn't call them machines, I did. Uh, I would say since the lady and her husband seem to have their finances in a lot better shape than I did at 27, what's the savings and retirement they speak of, LOL? <laughs> 12 weeks of pay for her to cover anything that may arise in the first year of maternity leave, assuming she's not paid, whatever they realistically want to spend on their baby paraphernalia, clothes, furniture, toys, etc., and make sure that their current budget would still allow for childcare. since you can assume that you will be making... The same or more by the time the baby is in the picture. Uh, we're making about 20, 25K a year with no savings at all. When our oldest was born almost 19 years ago, she's currently in her own apartment going to community college and she turned out fine. Uh, money helps, but being there and doing your best uh, goes way further setting them up for life, which in my opinion is the ultimate goal. Also, Dory said there's a difference between borrowing trouble and knowing all the info to see where you stand. If she's a planner, she stated in her email, it's better to know now uh, this is what they are up against and factor into that the savings for when the time comes. Sorry for the rambling. I hope all is going well. Mr. Fire Home, Ron, Lafayette, Louisiana, 1850 square feet, four bed, two and a half bath, two adults, nine kids at home 
One dog, three 32-inch TVs in the kids' room, mini projector in the living room, and the master bedroom. Oh, does it, is it a ghost projector? Do you watch anything? <laughs> no real hot dogs, but had two Nathan pretzel wrapped dogs. Wait, does Ron from Lafayette slash Karen Crow, Louisiana have 10 kids now? It appears so. Wow. That's a lot of kids. I mean, especially if they all start doing part-time jobs. Can you imagine the money he could be bringing in? Wow. Ron, you should get on TikTok and be one of those big family influencers. <laughs> I think you should start everyone with like, they say it raise, takes $310,000 to raise a kid. I say, look at this. <laughs> and then like, this kid's wearing this kid's shirt. Uh, there's some people on t- I've seen someone on TikTok who's like, I'm a mom of 15. Here's how I get school lunches ready. It's like... <laughs> She just puts like bread over the entire kitchen counter and is like making like an assembly line of herself making sandwiches. Right. And then you look at it, you're like, you go through a loaf of bread every day. That's crazy. Like more, yeah. more. Yeah. Um, although, you know, we went through a loaf of bread in like two days. We went through one hollow loaf. <laughs> yeah. I like hollow. I, what did he say? I like, He's I like, like I like hollow bread season. A hollow bread season. <laughs> Oh, he's so funny. Okay. Um, Ron, thank you for this perspective. It's always good to hear from you. I think you are our listener with the most kids. Congratulations. Congratulations. If anyone else is out there with more kids than Ron, let us know. And God bless. And God bless. <laughs> Godspeed. Um, okay. This is from Ellie. Longtime listener who hasn't gone through IVF, but who does have two science baby nephews. The pod has been a great way to understand my brother and sister-in-law's experience over the past few years. My own daughter, now almost two, has something in common with Henry. She is obsessed with clocks. She's not quite big enough to be into time per se, but between Hickory Dickory Dock YouTube videos and the grandfather clock in the hall at her grandparents' house, she has fallen in love with timepieces. She regularly asks for elephant clock, as in the YouTube videos where a large animal goes up to the clock and it breaks. And the only episode of Sesame Street she will tolerate thus far is one where they have to fix Cinderella's broken clock. Hmm. Here's my question. What is other clock-based entertainment we can be using to hold your attention? As the repeated Hickory Dickory Dock videos are rotting our brains. Bless you. She goes, this past weekend I searched Disney Plus and found a short about a plucky little mantle clock that saves the brethren from a robbery at the clock store. It was a big hit. What else is out there? Any suggestions for clock-related videos, games, toys, etc. for a two-year-old? But you got the kid clock signal, I guess. That's cheers from Ellie. 1,600 square feet, Columbus, Ohio. Two adults. Two-year-old. Two black cats. No hot dogs. This year, two TVs. One like the 50-inch, I think. And the second one is in the basement. And that's around 30. Maybe the basement's the ghost TV. <laughs> um... There are some toys you can get. There are some like le- like interactive learning clocks. Melissa and Doug makes one. Um, looks like Fat Brain Toys makes one. Henry had one he really liked that he's torn apart. Yep, that is also true. Um, so you could get her one of those. I asked Henry what six plus six was today. Uh huh. And he's like, "Let me go to the register and figure that out." <laughs> And he goes, 12. <laughs> I hear a little beep, beep, beep. Uh, um, Henry, uh, I, I, you know, he's been waking up earlier than he had been. And so. This is the Yodo's fault as far as I'm concerned, but continue. And so um, I've taken to playing some con kids games with him sometimes before school. Cause I'm like, I just got to fill up some time and I don't want to like, he watches so much TV on the weekends and I'm like during the week, let's just like take it down a notch. Whatever. I think TV is great. I didn't say TV wasn't great. I'm just saying it's great. Taking it down a notch. Anyway, the con kids app has some time stuff might be a little advanced for her still, but um, you could check that out. And then I don't know of other clock content, but there must be some out there. I mean, beating the beast, there's, you know, there's a clock. 
is a clock Lumiere's friend the clock that I can't think of the name of hmm. there you go okay that's all I got I'm throwing out the clock signal clock signals out uh, all right, Monica writes in to say, your recent trip to Austin inspired me to write in looking for advice on air travel with kids. We are flying from Detroit to Cancun at the end of the month with our five-year-old and okay, almost right. four-year-old. It's their first time flying. My biggest source of anxiety for this whole trip is preventing slash managing ear popping for them on the flight. That was never a problem for Henry. Do you or any of the eggheads have any tips or tricks to share? I've read everything on Google from giving Motrin 30 minutes before to gum slash mint slash suckers, et cetera. Your conversation regarding Colleen's email about how much to save up for kids, especially science babies, made me laugh a little because just this past weekend, our five-year-old science baby became obsessed with, quote, doing chores, actual productive help, sweeping, doing dishes, et cetera. I made the comment to my husband that she's finally working off her debt. She cost well over $100,000, five rounds of IVF, then two cycles with donor eggs. I stopped keeping track at some point. But was obviously worth every penny. We affectionately referred to her miracle baby sister. I hate that term. Who was born 14 months ago as buy one, get one. <laughs> 14 months later. As BOGO, buy one, get one. When I was pregnant. At that point, all we could do was laugh. Uh, Monica in 1,400 square feet in the Detroit suburbs. Three TVs. 65 inch in the living room. Two 40-somethings basement and bedroom. Zero hot dogs in 2023. But looking forward to having many at some Tigers games this summer. Nice. Um. Yeah, that I don't remember this being an issue, except when Henry was very, very, very small, like a baby. But also, like we had chalked it up to that, but that might not have been what was happening. Yeah, also true. Um. So, have do they do their ears pop like when you change elevation, like when you're driving in Michigan? Yeah, like well, is this a big? Because like, if it issue? is, then they know what it is, right? And. They should understand what's happening. Yeah. Right? And if it's not something that happens when you're changing elevation, driving around, then yeah, you probably don't have to worry about it in the plane. Um, I think if... I can't even tell you the last time my ears popped on a plane. I can't either. It has not been an issue for Maybe me. Maybe it's just we're old. It doesn't Maybe. Um, but my travel advice to you regarding the... Uh, other other than that, it's just, you know, load up a couple of uh, tablets and let them watch whatever they feel like watching. Just make sure it is all downloaded before you get on the plane. Correct. Henry tried to throw some curveballs at me, but I was like, I got it. <laughs> Garbage trucks. No problem. <laughs> he was like, damn it. <laughs> Mickey Clubhouse, which he hadn't watched in months. I was like, no problem. Wow. Yeah, I had it all. He really tried to get you. He did. Um, all right. This is from, uh, oh, actually, this is a text. I had to pause the pod near the end when Matt got all excited about second fridges. My friend and I were just talking about this. We saw on social media that a garage fridge was described as very middle class, and we both thought it was ritzy, too. <laughs> Most people in Texas with second fridges have them for storing hunting meat or beer. This is true. Chelsea in North Dallas, 2,000 square feet with two 20-pound mutts. One just hit 28 pounds. Nice. Two adults, no hot dogs, 48-inch TV in living room, 22-inch in guest bedroom. Boyfriend has three <laughs> gaming monitors that probably equal 60 inches. Thanks, y'all. I, like, I like a combined total for gaming monitors. Yeah. Uh yeah, as far as I'm concerned, like uh, especially those chest fridges, mm -hmm. like the ones that like the chest freezers. Yep. Those are, I mean, those, I mean, that's th those are great to have for hunting meat too. But yeah, I always thought of them as as, as you know hoity toity. Mm. Oh look at me! I keep more f food cold than you. <laughs> um. All right. Tori writes, I had to send you the link below to the hilarious Matt Berry as toast reading a segment of Prince Harry's book. It made me cackle on a hit on a day that re I really needed to laugh. That sounds very funny. <laughs> My penis was oscillating between extremely sensitive and borderline traumatized. <laughs> I have been trying some home remedies, including one recommended by a friend. She had urged me to apply Elizabeth Arden cream. My mummy used that on her lips. You want me to use that on my touch? Yeah. It works, Harry. Trust me. 
I had found a tube. And the minute I opened... Did did he really narrate it? That's amazing. No, no. This Um, is all fake. This is made up. Oh, This is not the real book. I'm so sad. (laughs) I don't remember that. Is that from his book, Toast on Toast? No, but there's a part in the Harry book about when his penis got frostbite. Yes. So I think that's what this is riffing off of. Okay, but what I'm asking is... Um, who got Matt Berry to read it? I feel like Matt Berry just did it. I see. To be funny. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, it's oh no, this is Ben. This is Ben Kearns doing an impression of Matt Berry. Oh, that's fucking phenomenal impression. Who's Ben Kearns? This is a. Voice actor Ben Kearns amassing over 75,000 followers on TikTok through his impressions, which range from Matt Berry. Oh, an impression of Matt Berry character Stephen Toast narrating Prince Harry's memoir. Ah, I see. That is a very good impression. Content-wise, that is the memoir. That is whose memoir? That is Prince Harry's memoir. He's reading it as- No, I don't think it is. How do you know that? Because I'm reading it. We haven't gotten to this part yet? No. This is chapter 43. How do you know? Okay. Get to chapter 43 and let me know. Okay, I will. Good God. What I'm saying is he didn't probably didn't write the jokes, but just read it as toast. That's oh, my guess. Maybe, maybe, it is, maybe it is. The last place I wanted to be was Frost Nippistan. I'd been trying some home remedies, including one recommended by a friend. She'd urged me to apply Elizabeth Arden cream. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, see, I knew it. <laughs> My penis was oscillating between extremely sensitive and borderline traumatized. I have been trying some home remedies, including one recommended by a friend. She had urged me to apply Elizabeth Arden cream. My mummy used that on her lips. It took... My mum used that on her lips. You want me to put that on my todger? You want me to use that on my touch? Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Wow. No, I've not gotten to that part yet. That is, that's like, you know, I, I, I'm proud of myself for understanding someone's abilities. Mm. And I'm like, no, he's an incredible Incredibly gifted impressionist and voice actor, but he did not waste time writing that. Right. Dribble. Sure, sure, sure. Um, all right. Well, Tori continues to say, to my second item of business, I've been listening to people detail their TV stats for months now, and I'm genuinely surprised. Surprised that some people don't have TVs and that some are so small. I come from a TV family. Growing up, we would set multiple VCRs. Me too. Yes, VCRs to catch all the shows we loved. Heaven help us if we accidentally recorded over something or didn't properly label a tape. I called my mom two days ago and asked what she was up to, and she literally replied, looking at the TV guide. (laughs) To be fair, I didn't know TV guides were a thing anymore, and my husband and I gave up cable years ago, but that hasn't stopped our love of quality programming. My husband and I love watching various shows, movies, or YouTube videos together. Neither of us could tolerate doing such from a laptop or tablet. Content that's being made these days is just too high quality to not watch on a nice TV. Listeners of the podcast, treat yourself to an excellent viewing experience. Thank you for the pod. And that is from Tori in the Northwest Chicago suburbs in a 2300 square foot house with my husband and dog. No hot dogs this year. We have four TVs, 65 inch OLED on the base in the basement connected to my husband's PlayStation and Xbox 75 inch in the living room that honestly could be bigger a 55 inch in our bedroom that doesn't get used often but really came in handy when i had covid wow nice are you us tori and was quarantined in there and a 50 inch in our guest room thank you i feel like tori you and tori are like simpatico well thanks for sharing that tori it was that was a good laugh Um, All right, one last email from Anonymous, who was the person who wrote in about Burlington and Portland. Mm -hmm. Um, And they have a follow-up, which is, we have two kids, a a three-and-a-half-year-old and and an eight-month-old. I wonder which place would be more family-friendly. Does anyone have an opinion about local, public, and private schools? We are specifically interested in Waldorf-like schools. I'm also curious how diverse and cosmopolitan these places are. I'm originally from Poland. I do not expect to have a Polish kielbasa ready, readily available, but it would be nice to live in a place with some diversity. Thanks so much, Anonymous. You can get Polish kielbasa at Market Basket, so don't worry. 
Um, Maine is the whitest state in the country. Even the moose are white. <laughs> uh, which, you know, just is a is an objective statistic. So it's not the most diverse. It's not the most diverse place. But I imagine if anywhere in Maine is diverse, it would be Portland. Sure. Um, and then I don't think Vermont is especially diverse either, but... I guess it's more diverse than Maine because Maine is the, the whitest. But are you looking for diversity or a Polish population? I mean, that's also a good question. All right. Well, just that's that's been another follow up about Portland the diversity signals out. and Burlington. <laughs> the Portland Maine diversity signal has gone out. Um, all right. And just a reminder, you can support us on Patreon. Get up to two bonus episodes per month at patreon.com slash excellent adventure. And also, you get your name read on the podcast each month at the $5 level or above. So thank you to the following supporters. Patty Curry. Paul Sharp. Paula. Rebecca Posey. Robert Hamilton. Robin Kay. Sadie Massa. Sarah Dauberman. Sarah Dauberman. Sarah Schlageter. Sarah Friedman. Sarah L. Sarah Lavelle. Sarah Swift. Scarlett Kaufman. Sherry Olson. Simone Vendwinkel. SJV. Vandewinkel, I'll say. Stephanie uh, Genevi. Genevi. Stephanie S. Stephen Harcourt. Uh, Susan Gross. Tanya Lamos. Tanya K. The Holterman Clan. The Kembles. Tracy Jury. Valerie Green. Vanessa Ferguson. Virginia McFeely. Whitney Hoffman. Anonymous. Aurora and Zelda. Ainsley. CJ. Crescent Martin. Danielle Lugiforo. Deanna McLean. Uh, Eleanor Powell. Elizabeth Brandt. Elizabeth K. Elizabeth Kamani. Emily Harden. Aaron Alana. Heidi Phelps. Jane Ennis. And Jen Brennan. Thank you so much for supporting us. Thank you for listening. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.